Thanks for pressing play. Uh, and it's important to note that this episode is being recorded at 1.14 p.m. on March 11th, 2023. All right. A nuclear bomb went off yesterday in Silicon Valley, and um, I want to uh, reach out to you and essentially share with you the conversations that I've been having with many friends, many entrepreneurs, many VCs in the last 24 hours or so. I also want to let you know that for whatever it's worth, I've been through some pretty horrible crises, or is the plural of crisis, crisi? Crisi sounds great. It's probably not, but let's go with crisi. Uh, from, you know, very, very young age, I started uh, my first business at 18 after getting thrown out of school. And that business went into um, a collapse at 21. Then later on, we had a collapse during the internet with a company I was the, sci- of the CMO of called Scient. Uh, as a result of the dot bomb uh, explosion. And I've been doing some reading and um, listening to podcasts and so forth. And some people are saying that as many as 80% of the VCs and entrepreneurs in Silicon Valley uh, that are working today were not around for the dot bomb blow up. Anyway, I was. And then after that, we went through an existential crisis at Mercury in the 2005-2006 timeframe. And on the personal side, uh, three and a half years ago, one of my closest friends was murdered at a 3 a.m. home invasion by four evil. And so um, whether it's on the field to play in business or in life, um, I've been through some shit. And uh, I hope my scars can save you some pain. All right. So um, yesterday we had this nuclear bomb. So first let's talk about what's really going on and specifically what the media talking heads and idiot quote unquote thought leaders on the internet are getting very, very wrong. Second, a few ideas on what you can do immediately to shore up your situation if you are a Silicon Valley bank customer or even if you are working in the tech world overall or frankly, the business world overall, because I believe this thing will have broad ramifications. And then thirdly, let's talk about um, Crisi from the perspective of your company. I've been the CMO of three publicly traded companies, and uh, two of the three were in massive crisis, as I just described. Since then, I've also supported more CEOs through existential crises for their businesses than I can count. So one thing I could tell you, I don't like what's going on. I think it's really bad. It's really bad for our industry. It's really bad for everybody who uh, uh, can't pay their rent now. Um, And I think it's going to trickle through the economy. And uh, so not good, bad all the way around. And it doesn't scare me. So again, I hope my scars save you some pain. All right. Let's talk about what's going on. So um, as of now, what is clear is that Silicon Valley Bank went down in part because of some combination of getting caught in a cash crunch because it appears they made some bad long-term bond decisions at low interest rates. And as you know, the U.S. government has been raising interest rates from about 0.25%, so zero and a quarter, uh, roughly a year ago, to about four uh, and three quarters now, a year later. And so this has caught a lot of people off guard. And um, I'm not saying there wasn't a mistake on SVP's part, not at all. Uh, it appears there was. And 
There may be malfeasance. Right now, that is not clear, but who knows? It is yet to be seen. But what we do know is some combination of over-investing in long-term uh, bonds and the interest rates going up were the beginning of the end. Anyway, there's a lot of great reporting about this. We've essentially been watching It's a Wonderful Life happen in real time. Go to lockhead.com, check out the show notes. There's a link to the Wall Street Journal story breaking all this down. There's lots of good media about the details of what happened. Now, let's talk about what the media and some of these quote-unquote uh, thought leaders are getting very, very fucking wrong here. First of all, there's a thread going around that says, um, oh, this is, you know, billionaires in Silicon Valley doing corrupt things, and um, now they're getting their comeuppance. Okay, that is absolutely not what this is. Now, there may have been something incompetent or illegal that took place at SVB. We will find out in time. But this is not some cash crunch hurting billionaires. This is hurting the people who didn't get paid on Friday because their employer just froze their bank. This is the entrepreneur who DM me on Twitter yesterday saying, we have our entire 20 million of our VC funding at SVP. What do I do now? This is the entrepreneur that I'm just texting who shared with me that they have about, I think it was 90% of their funds, which is approximately $18 million. These entrepreneurs and CEOs don't know how they're going to pay their people, don't know how they're going to pay their bills. Now, it appears that the um, FDIC is saying they're going to get uh, they're guaranteed 250000 on Monday, but uh, over 90% of the deposits in this bank are in excess of that. So it's really not much protection. And so uh, while it seems that much of this money will come back to its rightful owner, it's not clear what percentage and it's not clear in what time frame. And so running a business with no money um, is fucking hard. And that's what's going on here. And the people who are hurting are not big tech. Big tech has tons of cash. And while some of the major tech companies no doubt have some exposure to Silicon Valley Bank, um, this is not a big problem for uh, trillion dollar market cap companies with gazillions in cash. This is a problem for startups. This is a problem for the great companies in 10 years from now. And people seem to be forgetting as they shit on Silicon Valley, as they shit on entrepreneurs. And I'm not saying Silicon Valley's perfect. And I'm not saying all entrepreneurs are perfect. I'm not. There are assholes out there. There are creepy, horrible people in Silicon Valley. However, most of them are very hardworking entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial people working in these companies on something they think is really important, solving a big problem, creating a new category to make a difference, and yes, make a bunch of money. Well, those legendary startups are now in jeopardy and the other thing to remember about Silicon Valley, it's an ecosystem. So there are contractors, there are suppliers, there are consultants, there are all sorts of companies who um, are part of supporting startups. So that whole ecosystem right now has got a big, big bomb in the middle of it. So what is clear is that this is a crisis and there's only one solution to it. And that is the federal government has to protect the depositors, not the bank itself, but the depositors. And if they don't, 
Um, this week could be a very brutal week. We could see more bank runs um, because now I'm sure you've seen the stories. Everybody's asking, okay, well, how many other banks are in somewhat similar situations as a result of either mismanagement and or getting caught by the massive increase in the interest rates put forward by our government? This is making everybody worried. Well, guess what? If you're not in one of the top five, six, seven, eight banks, um, you're going to be thinking about moving your money. And uh, I'm very concerned about a bank run going on in uh, other banks in Northern California. And uh, if that happens, that could spread around to the country. Well, let's look at some data. California has the largest GDP of any state in the U.S., the GDP is $3.63 trillion. And California has the largest GDP of any non-country region in the world. And according to Link21, Northern California has a gross regional product of approximately $875 billion, and it accounts for 5% of the total U.S. gross domestic product. So it's easy to think about this as a problem for billionaires in Silicon Valley, when in point of fact, the Silicon Valley startup ecosystem fuels a massive percentage of our economy. And all of this is in jeopardy. This could put Silicon Valley back several years. Okay. Further, our our federal government has come out and said they don't think this is a threat to our banking system. I don't trust them. I don't think they're purposely lying. Maybe they're just trying to keep everybody calm, but it's unclear to me they know how business really works. And I know that's a big statement, but I listen to what our federal government says. And uh, sometimes they say things that really are very confusing to me. And what they clearly do not understand is the speed of the native digital world. So Janet Yellen uh, at the Treasury said they're going to have a meeting on Monday. Well, if they wait till Monday to have a meeting... The bank run at Silicon Valley Bank was in part fueled by Twitter. The internet moves way faster than Washington can even think, never mind move. And so if the market's open on Monday morning and they haven't taken action, expect bad things to happen. And my hope is that that will not happen, that by the time you're listening to this, our federal government has come in and backstopped the depositors. If not, get your helmet. Everybody in the tech world is about to lose a fuck ton of money. And then that will spill out into the economy. And um, we've been flirting with recession in the U.S. for a while. If the government doesn't stop and protect the depositors of SVB, um, it could cascade. And I know this sounds I know this sounds dramatic. And yes, I've been in the tech world for 35 years. And so, you know, a bomb went off in the in the middle of our hearts on Friday. But that said, the um, the butterfly effect that is turbocharged in the digital world um, is a very real thing. People on Twitter, to put it simply, saw this happening and went, oh, fuck, and started removing money from Silicon Valley Bank. So stuff like this moves very quickly, which means other bank runs could move very quickly if the government doesn't do what I believe is the right thing to do. The other thing is um, there's a lot of California hate out there and there's a lot of Silicon Valley and entrepreneur hate out uh, out there. 
And um, what I would just ask everybody to remind or everybody to be reminded of is that Silicon Valley is the greatest innovation and wealth creation engine ever created by humanity. And Silicon Valley has been responsible for creating more new value as measured by market cap on the NYSE and on NASDAQ in the last 20 years than any other region in the world. And so as I listen to these assholes on Twitter shit on startups and say, oh, well, this is going to be a good thing for the Silicon Valley because they need to pull up their stocks and start being profitable. And People doing that, people saying that now are like the people who criticize hurricane victims. The Silicon Valley entrepreneurs that I know, particularly over the last year since shit started to get weird, have been working very hard to bring their uh, cash burn down to drive their revenue, and to build very smart companies for the long term. And so I find it personally insulting that people say this is a good thing and Silicon Valley needs this. Yeah, Silicon Valley needs thousands of people to get laid off and not be able to pay their rent. Right. Okay, a few things to consider doing right now. If you bank with Silicon Valley Bank, Call all of your customers that you have outstanding invoices with and make sure they do not try to pay you at Silicon Valley Bank. So create new invoices, open a new bank account if you need to, reissue those invoices and have people wire your new bank account money. What you don't want is your hard-earned accounts receivable being sent to SVB right now. So make sure that you have all of your accounts receivable pointed at a new big bank. Second, do a deep dive on your sales pipeline. If you're listening to this podcast, there's a reasonably good chance you're in tech and maybe in Silicon Valley. If that's the case for you, go through your sales pipeline and identify any tech startups that you're currently forecasting to close business with. You see, uh, reports out there say that as many as 50%, 5-0% of um, venture-backed startups do business with Silicon Valley Bank. So if somebody owes you money and they are an SVB customer, they're not going to be able to pay you. If you're planning on closing a sale with an SVB customer, they're not going to be able to pay you. And so it's critical that while you might not know how many of your prospects and customers who owe you money and or are in your sales pipeline are SVB customers, if they're a tech company, you have at least a 50% chance, particularly if they're a startup, that that's the case and that the sale you're counting on or the accounts receivable you're counting on are in dramatic um, jeopardy. So now's a a tough time to look at your receivables and your pipeline with a sober eye and a stiff drink. All right. Now on marketing and communications, I have been in the hot seat for some pretty extraordinary marketing uh, business crisis, crisi (laughs) as a CMO. And I've learned a few things that I hope you take to heart. Number one, over communicate. The worst thing executives do in a crisis is hide. Leaders lead from the front, especially in bad times. Please don't hide. Be visible. 
be on Slack, do a webinar if you need to. More than just an all-company email, if you're the chief executive officer or you're one of the top people co-founders in a company, just your presence, just seeing you on a Zoom, just hearing your voice might give some people comfort. Over-communicate. Do not hide right now. Number two, be radically transparent. Now, one of the reasons that executives hide in situations like this is they don't have very much information and they, they rationalize to themselves, well, we, we can't tell anybody anything because we don't know what the fuck's happening. Be radically transparent. Tell them what you know and tell them what you don't know and tell them everything you're doing to try to know what you don't know. Over this weekend in my communications with CEOs and entrepreneurs, they've been getting new information from the FDIC who took over SVB and triangulating what they're being told with what other entrepreneurs are being told. Um, you can tell your people that. You could tell your investors that. You could tell your partners that. Be radically transparent. I've already seen companies and VCs putting out essentially content-free content about their exposure to SVP. Look, you sending out an email that's the happy horse shit that doesn't give me any detail about how much risk we're facing is not helpful. Now, if you don't know, say, look, we don't know. Our company has multiple bank accounts, da 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 da, da. We're gathering all our information, and as, as soon as we know, we will let you know. That's a fair statement. But putting out pablum, not so much. Tell people exactly what you know and don't know. And then tell them you're working on knowing <laughs> more over time and you will continue to update them as you learn new things. The other thing here, zero spin. Do not put whipped cream on dog shit. People know it's dog shit. Just the facts and all the facts. Hiding facts from your employees, customers, investors, and partners is a royally bad fucking idea. So be radically transparent. Number three, be radically human. Now's the time to be real with people. I don't care what anyone says. Business is personal. People are very scared right now. This is about people's money. Money they were counting on. Money they earned. Money they raised. And so now is a time for radical empathy. There will be people on your executive team who will turn to mush. I've seen it happen. I've seen some of the biggest, toughest, the smartest executives, lawyers, bankers, and VCs, uh, and of course, entrepreneurs in Silicon Valley in a moment of crisis literally melt in front of my eyes. We, I had a crisis happening at one point in my career that was an existential crisis, and we had an external lawyer. And that external lawyer was one of the most high-profile, highly respected lawyers in Silicon Valley fucking history. This guy lost his shit. He checked himself into a mental hospital because he couldn't take the pressure. So what am I saying to you? Be radically human with people. People are going to behave weirdly right now. They're very scared. Now is the time for radical empathy. Number four, tell people this too will improve. It will. I've been through multiple horrible business crises. Things do improve. This is a very fucked up situation. And it could be a lot more fucked up if our government doesn't move. So we'll see what happens. But no matter what happens, this is going to be 
tough, and it will improve. I've been through a horrible crisis. It will get better. I promise. Number five, keep going. The best way to create a legendary future is to be clear-eyed, decisive, and pull together as a team now. Now, now, now. Your job as a leader is to keep everybody's head in the game. Your job as a leader is to keep everybody's head in the game, including yours. You want to be the kind of leader that people can count on when the shit is hitting the fan that's hitting the fan that's hitting the shit that's hitting the fan. Well, for many of us in the tech industry, right now is going to be a great opportunity, ha-ha, in air quotes, to be a cool-headed, smart, decisive, thoughtful, and caring leader. Tell your people, no matter what happens to this boat, if we all row in the same direction, we will make it through this. We will. In completion, I would share with you that um, times of crisis, I think, do build character. They do. They have built mine. I am a stronger person as a result of the fire that I have had to walk through. And times of crisis also expose character. You can decide what kind of a leader you want to be right now. Are you going to be somebody who leads yourself and your colleagues and your company through what is more than likely going to be a very bad time here or not? And to that end, uh, if you haven't listened to episode of Folly or Different 304 with Joe Sexton, maybe now is a good time to listen to that one. Because um, Joe and I came through a horrible crisis at Mercury and we talk about it on that episode. And you might find some solace and some inspiration there. The other thing I mentioned earlier is that business is personal. This is going to hurt many of us personally. And I had the most horrible thing that's ever happened to me, happened to me three and a half years ago when one of my closest friends who lives very near me was murdered at 3 a.m. by four evil. And after he was murdered, his friends and family came together and we have stayed together. And we have focused on one thing and one thing only, actually two things, if be totally candid, our healing, which is never done, and getting those fucking bastards arrested and doing everything we could to support our local law enforcement in that effort. And those bastards are arrested now. So if you find yourself, Winston Churchill famously said, if you find yourself walking through fire, keep walking. And uh, we around here have had a black belt in walking through fire over the last several years. So look, I promise this too will get better. Thank you. Stay legendary. And of course, follow your different.